Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, today I want you to open up your Bible to the book of Hebrews. The book of Hebrews, chapter 12, and we're going to look at verse number 1. Hebrews, chapter 12, and we're looking at verse number 1. And... Here in the word of in the Bible, in the word of God, here our text reads, it says this, Wherefore, seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us, and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. Family, we're speaking today from the subject champion dad winning the race of fatherhood champion dad winning the race of fatherhood listen as we look at this passage i believe that we see many things that can equip can equip and inspire fathers to overcome the many obstacles that we face as a dad and to also inspire us to lead our families with love wisdom and faith and in fact looking back at our text look back at it with me i want to go over it one more time with you it says again wherefore seeing we also are compassed about with so great a cloud of witnesses let us lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us that's set before us. We, we see the first thing the writer says, that there is a cloud of witnesses. There is a cloud of witnesses. You see, this cloud of witnesses can serve as inspiration as they are believed to be the many examples of faith that the author displays for us in chapter 11, known as the faith chapter by many. Also, we see in it what's known as the hall of faith. This is where we understand the faith of those like Enoch and the faith of, of, of those like uh, Abel. And, and it went on to talk about Abraham and, and Sarah and then Moses. And it goes on to talk about the faith that was displayed. And now we have in this cloud of witnesses, this examples that have been laid before us to help us keep pressing force. You see, their examples help us as believers to press through all that we face and to keep going and to keep going so we won't give up. Then we have to acknowledge that there is what? A race that we have to run. There's a race that we have to run. The writer, believed to be the Apostle Paul, used the example of an Olympic runner to illustrate this lesson for us. You see, when we recognize that, especially as fathers, we can be inspired to run the race that God has set before us, that he set before us. But there are a few things that we have to do first. A few things we have to do. First, we have to avoid the danger of just sitting still and doing nothing. 
We have to avoid the danger of sitting still and doing nothing. But pastor, we're talking about running a race while we sit still. You see, it's easy to look at what is weighing on us. And when it seems like our words go unheard or and simply to throw up our hands in the air in disgust. You see, as fathers, oftentimes it's difficult when it feels like you're not being heard. When it feels like you're, you come home from work and you hear a situation and as a father, you want to speak life to it. You want to encourage it. You want to give direction to it. So you begin saying and try to encourage and uplift, bring correction where it needs it, bring direction where it needs it. And you try to do these things and then you're simply looking at you and you, and you get a, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The response simply comes, yeah, we hear you. Oh, oh you're right, you're right, you sure are right. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And so you sit there and you hear this, and, and the, the first thing you're trying to do is to keep from throwing the table across the room. But then you sit there like, okay, who <laughs> You sit there and wonder, how in the world am I going to sit here? I'm speaking to my child and act like they're not hearing me. But I want you to understand something. I want you to understand something. We're looking for a response. We want to see that response. We want to see the eureka moment, the light bulb go off. That's what we're wanting to see. But I want you to understand that we want to actually be leading to the results that we are actually believing for. We want to be leading to the results that we are actually believing for. I will say this because sometimes it may not seem like it, but your words are penetrating and they are making a difference. Let me say that again. It may not seem like it. Sometimes it may not seem like it, but your words are penetrating and they are making a difference. I need somebody to type in chat right now. Being heard, being heard. Listen, daddy, keep preaching. I want you to keep prophesying. I want you to keep encouraging. I want you to keep chastising. I want you to keep directing. I know it seems like it's not producing anything, but I want you to know that you're being heard. You're being heard. You're being heard and you're making a difference. You're making a difference. So that's the first thing. We have to avoid the danger of sitting still and doing nothing. But the next scripture tells us what we have to do. We have to lay aside every weight and sin. We have to lay aside every weight and sin. You see, as a runner, it's important to take off the warm-ups. And anything or any extra weight that will provide resistance before you start running. You don't need anything. If you got wristbands, you have to take the wristbands off. <laughs> you want to take off everything that's preventing you from running the fastest that you can run. You want to lay aside every weight, every weight, anything that's extra. You want to put it down. This means that we have to get rid of any unbelief and anything in our lives that might trip us up spiritually and prevent us from running the race well all the way. To the finish line. Listen, you, for those that are runners, listen, it's good to come out of the blocks fast. It's great to come around the turn strong. 
But you've got to keep pushing and run through with every single step, every stride, all the way through the finish line. That's the only way you're going to win the race. You can't look and say, oh, did you see how I came around that turn? Oh, did you see how I came out the blocks? I was the first one. No, that's a, that doesn't matter. You've got to keep running until you get to the finish line. You've got to get to the finish line. So the question becomes this. As a father, what is the finish line? What is the finish line and what does it mean for us? Some examples for you is, is the finish line is, is when you see your children living out their faith while pursuing the dreams that they have in their hearts. Another example of the finish line is when you see them living victoriously through their own adversities and challenges. Another example is when you see them experience victory in their own life while they are running their own races. Oh my goodness, these are examples getting to the finish line because you've been able to see them make it to where they've been, they can be on their own and rise up and keep moving forward. But I want to say this to you. This is why we have to run this race a certain way. We have to run it a certain way. I want to share with you the same verse, a part of it out of the amplified version, out of the amplified version towards the end. And it says this, and let us run with patience or patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us oh my goodness there's a few things here let, let, let me read this again again it says let us run with patient endurance and steady and active persistence the appointed course of the race that is set before us before i dive in just while the holy spirit dropped it in my heart listen you got to understand he said an appointed course of the race this means that we're not meant to run the entire race but there's a course that's been given to us to run almost like a relay race and during the course you have to make sure you're running your leg as fast and as strong as you can because there's gonna be a time where you've got to hand off the baton to the next generation so we've got to mi be mindful of that be mindful of that but I want you to look at the rest of it let me re reread the other part again it says and let us run with patience endurance and Steady and active persistence, the appointed course of the race that is set before us, that is set before us. Listen, we have to run this race with both, both endurance and persistence. We have to run this race with both endurance and persistence, endurance and persistence. Listen, it's important to be able to endure. It's important to be able to endure this. That means you have to have the ability to withstand hardship or adversity. That's what it means to endure, that you can withstand hardship or adversity. But watch this. It's even more important to have persistence. 
it's even more important to have persistence. This means that you can go on or you can go on resolutely or stubbornly in spite of opposition, importunity or or warning. In other words, somebody comes and say, hey, you don't need to come over here, doc. You need to back up, doc. Don't even try this. No, no, no. But see, with your persistence, you're like, no, no, no. You need to understand. If you don't want anything to happen, you probably need to move out the way because there's no way I'm not going to finish this race. There's no way I'm going to stop until I get to my finish line, until I get to where I've accomplished my goal. There's no way I'm going to stop. So I'm, gonna, I'm, pers I'm too persistent for you to stand in my way. If you know what's good for you, you're going to go ahead and slide over to the side. And let me go on and handle what needs to be handled. You see, you've got to have persistence. You're resolutely or stubbornly, in spite of opposition and importunity or warning, you're pressing through and continuing on and continuing on. You see, as a dad, it's important to be able to withstand the hardships and adversity that you, may, that you face while raising your children. Through, through their different growth phases and teen years. But it's critical to be able to remain resolute and press, and press on stubbornly, believing that what God told you and showed you about them will come to pass, even when they are acting like they've lost their ever-loving mind. Do you hear me? Somebody needs to say, preach, preacher. Type in chat. Preach, preacher. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I know, I, can I get an amen? I know I got one on the back row back over there. Because somebody understands that even while you're looking at them, acting like they're outside of their character and acting like they're not the child that you raised, this wasn't the little bundle of joy that you brought home from the hospital. This wasn't the one that came running up to you as soon as you walked, walked through the door after a long, hard day. This isn't the same child. There is something going on right now. This is invasion of the body snatchers because this one don't belong to me. <laughs> but I want you to know, I want you to know that it's important that you keep on loving, that you keep on pressing, that you, you endure and persist. You endure and persist because God has already shown you something. God has already placed it in your spirit and there's a reason for it. Because he wants you to hold on to that during those seasons that they, like us all, have imperfections that they've got to live through. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the Metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.